0: They say the only way to conquer your fear is face what you fear the most. You must walk into the belly of the beast and risk the possibility of failure. But try to hide from your fear and you risk it swallowing you whole. Welcome back to another episode of 3 Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz, And I'm Michelle. And tonight we are discussing season five, episode three, The Jewel of Denial. Original air date October 10th, 2011. Written by Amanda Lasher, directed by Larry Shaw. Summary for the episode Serena and Charlie Chivy uh, re- <laughs> return to New York. Meanwhile, Dan goes to visit his old mentor, Noah Shapiro, for advice on how to handle his book release, and Chuck tries to break through his emotional block physically. Unknowingly, Nate is persuaded by Diana to cross moral lines. A reluctant Blair decides she doesn't want to learn who the father of her unborn child is, but Dan has different plans. Oh,
1: so Michelle and I didn't watch together this week, so I'm curious, did you like this episode? I did, but I really wish you were with me because I was... Def- I Or I should have just recorded my personal commentary for our listeners on Patreon because I was definitely hooting and hollering and mm. especially with the results because you know how passionate I was, but I still believe that it's Chuck's. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> but I still believe... And also there were a lot of audible oz with the dog monkey
0: oh the dog monkey is so cute
1: yeah um, so so
0: cute but that whole and, scene laughing yeah. the whole scene no. laughing though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the scene yes. which we'll get
1: to guys but yeah, yeah. i was laughing <laughs> yes yeah. and just like chivy, like with the back and forth and then carol and i was like oh my god like i it would have been fun to just have but it's all good. But the the positive of not watching together is we're recording sooner, so I didn't have to wait so long. So true. Yeah. There's perks. Yeah, of course. Um, before we get into the
0: episode, I have a glass full of gossip tonight called Who's the Daddy? Ooh! <laughs> Which is basically a margarita with a drop of cranberry juice. I saw this recipe and it was called Who's Your Daddy? And I'm like, I'm not going to do that but theirs also had rum in it, which I'm like, that's too much. Too much alcohol. I get it, like, lots of alcohol. Who's your daddy? But we like Marg's here, just a splash of crayon. Yeah, that sounds delicious. (laughs) Delish. So the three gossip words I had for last week, we had free, (laughs) stolen, and results. So, I mean, results, obvious. Stolen, I meant... For Dan's book, however, yeah. in the end, you find out it's not really stolen. Right. Um, also, Chivey, with that whole situation, kind of stole someone else's life. And also, Free, which I feel like Chuck said he was kind of like trying to be free of his emotion or trying to get emotion, I should say. Um, and Chivey and now feels living rent free. Chivey's
1: living rent-free as well. Yeah. Which I predicted. <laughs> you absolutely did. Yeah, you, you had know, some good predictions. I totally forgot the fact that Serena does live with Blair. That's why last week I was like, oh, they're getting a new apartment together, her and Chivy.
0: I know, so and I didn't off. want to confirm because I'm like, it would make sense. However, they're moving into Blair's apartment, which right off the bat pissed me off that you don't even ask for permission.
1: Same. That so your
0: cousin's going to come live with you. I'm sure this place has a bunch of guest rooms and they do mention, oh, she can stay in the guest room. But I was like, What Serena, you're just not thinking. She's so desperate for this like cousin bond thing, which I get like you have a long lost cousin you have have no relationship with. But it's like she's really pushing. She's pushing
1: it real hard. And it continued, because that bothered us last week, and I just yeah. couldn't really stand Serena again no. in this episode.
0: Yeah, she was definitely a little bit better, I think, than last week, but uh, ultimately still kind of pushy and annoying. Yeah. Uh, but let's start with her. As we okay. said, her and Chivy moving in to the Blair penthouse, whatever we call it. Um, so we arrive, and we see that Carol has been calling Chivy. But she keeps sucking her calls because obviously we know she's trying to locate her, but she doesn't have any idea really where she is at this point. And Ser- Serena notices that Ivy's kind of stressed, but Ivy kind of makes it seem like, oh, I don't know if anyone's going to really accept me again here after the whole fiasco that happened a couple months ago. But Serena assures her, look, everyone in the Upper East Side, they go off the rails at some point. No one's even going to remember. And don't worry, we told Cece to tell my mom not to tell your mom. <laughs> like, we, we're
1: covering our bases here. You're fine. We're
0: covering it. We should all be smooth sailing. So then Blair arrives home. Of course, she's surprised to see Chivy there. She allows her to stay at her place. And Serena thought that they were going to, her and Blair, were going to model together at this Jenny Pacman fashion show. But Blair says she's too busy. Obviously, we know why Blair is too busy but Serena decides she's going to go model instead, you know, as well and Blair is not going to go to this fashion show. So Serena tells Ivy that she's going to go to her mom's loft and prep her basically to tell her that Chivy is going to be staying in New York and please don't tell Carol. And so when she's there, we pan oh well, first we pan to actually seeing Lily, which is so sweet. We haven't I seen know. her in two episodes, and plus, because I feel like the the way we ended last season, we didn't see her, right? I'm we didn't a long time no. remembering.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I think maybe in the last episode we didn't get to see her. Because yeah, she so she's been arrest. missing. A presence yeah. has been missing.
0: So as we know, Lily is still on house arrest. Apparently, she has one month left, yeah. and at that moment. Her sister, Carol, calls her asking if Lily has heard from Charlie. Does anyone know where Charlie, her whereabouts? And when Lily says she hasn't heard from her, but that Serena was at the West Coast, Carol decides she's going to fly to New York to basically grill Serena on was Ivy there? You know, what do you know about this? So Carol is on her way. We haven't seen her in a while. So Serena goes and she catches up with her mom. And, of course, the topic of Charlie comes up. And when Lily hears that she might have to lie to her sister, she absolutely refuses, which I, like, appreciate.
1: I also appreciated that because I think Lily's like, I'm not, I just spent, like, all of this time. I need to learn a lesson. Also, I'm not used to family. Carol and I are doing well. Chivey, there was situations with her. I'm not doing that. Plus, I'm just not doing it.
0: Yeah, and she said, like, you need to be careful with the situation because of what happened with Charlie a few months ago. And as they're speaking, Ivy overhears this. So she now she knows, oh, I can't stay here. So she goes downstairs. She calls her ex-boyfriend Max and tells him, look, I'm coming back. I made a mistake. And Serena catches her outside and she's like, no, no, no. It's all going to work out. And Ivy's like, I just it's fine. I don't belong here. I want to go back to la and so serena's like attempt to keep her here is to tell her to return her tickets to the jenny Pacman show because now she's not going but it seems as
1: though serena has other motives for this i'm like this is the most
0: random shit ever
1: right i understand obviously after watching the episode of what serena was trying to do like oh i'll manipulate the situation i know exactly how to get to her yeah yeah. and she was like hey you're on your way out can you just like return these tickets i'm what the hell? <laughs> do me a quick fave. I'm
0: sorry. Can you just go like <laughs> run an <laughs> up errand? To like, the west for me? side or wherever and just help me out here. What the hell? Uh, but Chivey does go to yeah. the fashion show and they tell her, oh, you're modeling in it. And she's super confused. And they present her with this amazing dress. And in the dress is a little note from Serena like, "You, this is your moment to shine. Like, this is what you were made to do. And so you can see. Ivy's like, oh, this should be fun. Sparkly things. (laughs) Yeah, sparkly. Oh, my gosh. Such a sparkly, beautiful dress. Yeah. So then we pan back to Rufus and Lily. And so sweet, he tells her, hey, get dressed I've been having meetings with your lawyer and they have actually granted you early release. Oh, so, this made my but heart I'm, like, flutter. I know me too. Even though it's like what Lily did was wrong, she should serve her time, but also I love Lily, so I'm like, ugh. such Same. A,
1: I feel like so like pulled so many directions. I know. I was like Rufus, your husband of the year right now and how sweet of you, but also right? like here's here's privilege getting off Again. Exactly. Here's the privilege. Yeah. So they get dolled up. They head to the fashion
0: show and Lily says, I'm going to text Carol and tell her to meet us there. So already you're setting it up. You're like, oh shit, Ivy's going to be there. Carol's going to be there. So at the fashion show, Ivy actually has to give up her phone because there's a strict no phones policy. And so it kind of goes unmarked, gets placed on the table, but nobody uh designates that to be charlie or ivy's phone so at that point ivy does see blair at the show and they discuss mothers and having a tight hold on their children but blair tells her that she should just do what she wants to do this is your life you're 19 years old you should venture out and be like the true your true self so you can see ivy is like yes i'm going to do that Lily and Rufus head into the show. And, of course, people are whispering about Lily. It's her first outing in months. Of course she's out. These people
1: are just snooty. They don't understand. They're judging her. Of course. And there's also the vow of curiosity of how is she out already? Right. Yeah. Oh, of course she didn't serve her full sentence. Yeah. But Rufus is like, just
0: ignore them. People will just eventually forget about it you can start your new chapter in your life of becoming this better person and at that moment she does have a fellow guest that does welcome her as like a friend and she feels better about the situation so the girls start to model and Ivy's modeling and she they this whole concept is the models are going into the crowd so people right. are like talking to them and it's just they're kind of just standing there in the dresses and modeling and Carol shows up and she sees Ivy in the flesh So, of course, Carol is pissed and she confronts her. And basically, Ivy's like, you know what? Actually, you should be scared because if the cops get called, I can tell them exactly what I was set out to do and what happened. And that really wouldn't be good for your family to find this out, especially since they've been nothing but nice to
1: me. Like they've been kind and generous and like nothing how you've described them. Right. Like, essentially, Carol has everything to lose, and at this point, Chivy doesn't have much. Much. Very and, minuscule. And this was all inspired from a conversation with Blair. Right. Which is wild that Blair, you know, who's weary of her, but also just got into her head and was like, you should live your own life. Yeah. So, like, go,
0: Ivy. Go, Blair, for the advice. Um, And so she's holding this over Carol, of course, and now it's like the role reversal, and Carol is kind of like, shit in her pants like I okay you win at this point because I can't really say much so later on Lily, Lily Carol Rufus and Chivey they all get together and they toast to Lily and second chances and kind of accepting Chivey back into the Upper East Side and so Lily tells Ivy that she can have Serena's old bedroom if she wants it. Carol, of course, naturally doesn't like this, but ultimately she really has no choice in the matter. And she says goodnight and they hug her and Ivy. And Ivy is like, she kind of says, like, I'm going to I'm going to have Cece reinstate that those funds back to you. So now she doesn't have any of Carol's or Charlie's money. And Carol just says, well, be careful. Like, good luck to you. Like, kind so of now of she's by on herself. your own, right?
1: Yeah, you're on your own. I mean, this is only going to blow up. Like, I just, I can't wait to see what happens when we meet the real Charlie. Either there's just this awful thing that happens, and it's almost like the boy who cried wolf of, mm-hmm. you need to come to. The only thing I keep thinking of is, like, a funeral, which is so bad. Like, I don't want to wish death on Charlie, who we've never met before. But. How else? I mean, there has to be something <laughs> like that that's going to draw attention to the real Charlie and Chivy will be a fake, but also now Carol's behind it. so Right, so is she going to allow this to come out or not?
0: I don't know. Yeah, should be interesting. But last point on Ivy is, as we remember, now Ivy doesn't have her phone because right. it was never returned to her. But yeah. who has it? It's now a Nate's possession so you're like okay
1: something good's gonna happen with this the other thing too is i don't know if maybe this will just be like a forgotten storyline is the fact that ivy doesn't need meds
0: no she doesn't so it's kind of like all right well we're gonna catch her right not taking her meds is that gonna be a good Right, is she like, gonna kind of like fake it somehow again. Like, I truly don't know. We'll, well see. That's what I'm saying,
1: like, Chivy needs the meds. So, is Rufus mm-hmm. going to be helicopter parent of like, you got to mm-hmm. make sure you take your meds? You want me to pick them up for you? I've noticed you're not taking them. Or are they just going to totally forget this part of the storyline? This was like, a I have a feeling part. it's
0: the latter, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um. But on to Nate. He is getting prepared. I know we're shaking our heads. It's just ridiculous. He uh, is getting prepared for his first day at his internship, and of course he has a conversation with Chuck about Diana, and Chuck's like wholeheartedly like, dude, she hired you for her afternoon delights, it's not for your, like, you know, your skills. And guess what? He was right, obviously. (laughs) Poor Nate, but he should have seen this coming. Within minutes of him being on the job, Diana wants Nate to make her scream. I can't even believe I just said that. It makes me vomit in my mouth. I'm vomiting. Ew. Um, mm -hmm. Ew. And she basically says, okay, to all of her staff, I'm just going to fire you all because Nate's not comfortable with them listening and watching their sexcapades or whatever is going on there. Disgusting. She's awful. She is awful. I do not like this character
1: whatsoever. Like last week, I like Elizabeth Hurley, and we're like, okay, this is cool. But now that she's, I don't really like this character. No, like there's no need for it at the moment. So I just
0: really don't, not vibing with it. This whole storyline could have been completely eliminated for me. But during the day, Nate basically calls out Diana for only wanting him for sex. And he threatens her, I'm going to go back to the senator's office like my mom wanted. And so. She's like, okay, I'll give you something to do. You can interview the senator, Senator McCready, at the Jenny Pakman show later on. And so she's like prepping Nate, tells him, hey, ask questions about their trip to Mykonos. (laughs) Um, And... We see she's also up to something. So at this point, you're like, "Oh, these people didn't go to Mykonos together, or something of the sort." And, and it's also, like we
1: know, we know as the audience, and Nate is still like, "Okay, let me trust this woman." Right? Hasn't caught on yet. He's slow to
0: these to these things.
1: Yeah,
0: and so he doesn't even realize that Diana actually still has her cell phone, and it was her idea to get rid of all the cell phones. So that. This way, she was the only person to hold and have this cell phone with her. Yeah. Oh, sneaky bitch. Sneaky, sneaky bitch. <laughs> so the interview with the senator... And Nate is is going fairly well until he mentions Mykonos, which is fairly on in the interview. And, of course, the wife of the senator realizes, oh, he's definitely cheating on me because we didn't go to Mykonos and I knew this was going to happen. And Diana gets this whole thing on her phone. She, she's recording it. Nate sees her. He confronts her about it. And Diana's like, basically, I want to be the better version of Gossip Girl. <laughs> and he's like, well, what you did was wrong, but... You didn't even have a good plan. Like, you could have just took all these people's phones. And that was your story right there. And I'm like, come on, Nate. I mean, But yes. then she does it, and he allows her to do it. Right.
1: I'm like, Nate, really? Because he has a th- he has nothing going on in his life right now. And it's like, let me just keep trusting this woman who has employed me and does believe in me and actually liked my idea, whether it was morally correct or not. Right. And so
0: he, I guess, having some sort of morals, takes his friend's phones and makes sure none of those phones are the ones that are being checked and having the pictures, um, you know, would later on hopefully not get out so at the end of the night they are scrolling through many pictures from people's phones and then they realize they have an unmarked phone who we then find out belongs of course to ivy and now they're basically determined to figure out who ivy is because they don't they never met an ivy there and she must be like so secretive and have a story because her phone is left unmarked right (laughs) okay sure Yeah. On to Nate's buddy, Padge. Oh, Padge. Padge. Oh, goodness. We get the return of Puck in the beginning of this episode, which is funny with the whole dog situation. Padge adopts a dog for Chuck so that Chuck can start feeling something. Chuck's not really into this the idea, but Dan and Nate are both encouraging him. Oh, just keep the dog. Maybe you'll start to feel something. And Nate's like, yeah, I'm going to have this like sex internship. So you need to keep this dog so that you're not bored and You have a pal. And at that point, Dan realizes he has to go see his old buddy, Noah Shapiro, because of course, he has friends in the biz that can help him get his manuscript back from. We find out Simon and Schuster has it, which is huge. It's a big deal. It's a big dill pickle, right? Big dill pickle. Of course. like No, you would not get this, Dan. You know you would not get this. In any reality, this would never happen. It also just progressed so quickly. So quickly. (laughs) I was not expecting this at all. Oh, my God. So he's pleading to Noah, please help me. I can't get this book released because if it does, then like everyone's going to give me shit for it. It's a satire of all of my friends. And... I just, I needed to, I needed to go away. And Noah's like, just release it. Because at this point, it's not going to make a lot of buzz and it's just going to fade into the abyss and vanish and just no one will even know it was you. But then it seems like Noah has a little bit of an agenda. And later on, we find out from Gossip Girl that the satire has been released and apparently she knows who the author is. Yikes. But I guess, does she really? <laughs>
1: mm. I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that (laughs) for
0: After Dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Dan meets up with Alessandra. Alessandra? Alessandra. Noah's assistant. And she tells Dan that Noah is actually going to be releasing a new book called Inside. And when Dan hears this, he's stunned because now he knows, oh, shit, he's actually trying to pass off my work as his. So later on, Dan goes to see Chuck about Noah stealing the book because, like, this is his moral compass now. Like, what do I, sh- what should I do, Chuck? And Chuck's like, right. well, you basically have two options. Like, you can let it go and let Noah take all the credit, or you can fight for it and tell the whole world that it was you that wrote this. So, after lots of discussions and talks with Blair, which we'll get to, don't worry, Dan confronts Noah in front of all of like Noah's colleagues and He's like, No, I'm the one who wrote this damn book. And they're all start clapping for him. And Noah's like, This is what my plan was all along. I'm like, Really? This is very hard for me to believe. That I know. you wanted to take a
1: chance on this kid.
0: This is very hard
1: for me to believe. <laughs> it was like the reverse psychology, tough love. And also that assi- his assistant, publisher, agent, the agent. Agent, his agent, yeah. There's something going on Something there. that's in a brew there with him, brew. with her, and Patch. One hundred percent. What's going mm-hmm. on with these back and forth mm-hmm. stairs. Yeah. Here well, we go. Here we oh, go. Well, now she'll be,
0: he'll be working with her. Yeah. So later on, he does get uh, his own hard copy of his book
1: delivered Again to him. I'm
0: like, that was quick.
1: Now, okay. Yeah. It's weird. And maybe I don't know enough. And it's funny, I used to work for a book agent, but <laughs> I guess I didn't absorb enough with that. No. But anyway, <laughs> like a little bit. But so he gets the book, the cover, and it says, By Anonymous. But then yes, the sticker anonymous. says, By Daniel Humphrey. And so was the sticker just for him? I
0: think... I, I think what I know about next week's episode, I think it was, like, in preparation of, like, here's your what your book could look like. It could be by you or it could okay. be anonymous. Okay. Like, okay, I okay. guess, like, you need to decide when that's going to be or, like,
1: when we're yes, going to so release this, that it was actually you. Yeah, it's a draft, essentially. Yes, exactly.
0: Right, it's a draft. So, we must discuss, lastly, our friend Blair, who... Blair, What a... What a beauty. I really yeah. just, ugh, every episode I'm like, oh, she's so beautiful. Um, so Blair, she's supposed to be picking up this paternity test. She decided she's going to go through with the results and find out, but she has yet to go to the OB to to, to pick it up and read these results. I also
1: love, because I had this like want in last week's episode that Padge and Dorota were going to work together and we were going to mm-hmm. have this triangle. Yeah, you kind of predicted that. So I was really excited to see that. Yeah, and
0: poor Dorota. She's getting so stressed out because she wants Blair to find out who the father is before Louis comes back from Cologne because that evening he'll be here and Blair's not going to know. And so she reaches out to Padge and she's like, I need your help. Can you please go convince Blair to pick up these tests? And it's just very sweet and cute and friendly. And I love it. And so later on, after Serena gets back, Blair still hasn't picked up her test results. She decides she's going to go shopping to avoid it. Um, But then Padge, of course, catches her and brings her over to the doctors to get the results. So they have the results in hand, and Dan's like, open it now, like ASAP. And Blair's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't just open this now. This is, like, going to change the whole trajectory of my life. Like, I I need to just open it later. I have an interview with Hello Magazine. They're going to go over, you know, what it's like to be the, the new next princess of Monaco. And she's like, I have to be Grace Kelly. I can't. Oh, I can't open this envelope just yet. So during the interview, she is questioned about starting a family. And so the interviewer is like, Oh well, Louis actually already answered this question. He says that you guys are nowhere near thinking about children. Of course, this is a devastating news to hear f- to Blair because obviously she's pregnant. So now she's like, Okay, Louis doesn't want to have children yet. So what am I going to do? Right. After that, Blair is still avoiding looking at the test results. And then she sees on Gossip Girl, which made me laugh, that Chuck is actually going to send his dog to the pound. And she's horrified because... And it's, like, such a funny scene. I love the way that that the writers did it. It's kind of just, like... It's just a very comedic moment and, like... Her life. She's just like, oh, of course Chuck's gonna go take this dog to the pound. Like he's probably the father. You know, like it's just exactly. So funny like he
1: like, could never be a he could never be father. a decent father.
0: You can't trust him. He's bringing the dog to the pound. Exactly. So I, it's just a funny comedic moment. And so at that point, she does get a text from Dan. Like I'm I'm running late, but you need to you need to open this up now. But then she rips up the results and she throws it in the trash. So she decides, after all, she's going to go to this Jenny Pacman show because she can't handle Louis coming home, and she just needs to get out. And so Blair, she puts on her amazing gown and she's modeling. And of course, Dan interrupts and he's like, "Dorota, taped up your results. We need to open
1: these now." I'm like, "She's fucking modeling. Relax, dude. Give it to her later." Here, here's another example of a place where Pad should not be. Not be. He just storms and, in and, and should then, not so be there. of
0: course, we have basically when they were at the internship where they're fighting over this paper and Blair pushes Dan into the waiters again. Again. We've done this already. This is their shtick, though. This is what they do. It's like, this is the comedy moment of the episode and we need to do this. I mean, of course I laughed, but I was like, oh my God, again, of course. Here we go again. Yeah. So Dan does eventually apologize to her and he tells her, like, look, I know what you're going through, sort of. I fell in love with what I thought was my son and of course like any father's going to have fears and you just need to be open and honest and just look at these results and so Blair opens them but we don't get confirmation just yet on who the, the father is so she heads to Chuck and she tells him I'm pregnant and it's Louise and he says well you must have been relieved to know that it's not my offspring and then at that point, Monkey, his new dog, comes into the room and she's surprised that he's there and not at the pound. And he's like, well, I was just getting him to get fixed. You know, I felt like that was a responsible thing to do. And Blair's like, oh, okay. So he has a little bit of a paternal bone in his body. And then she reveals, like, I, there's a part of me that actually wanted it to be yours. It was really sad. Yeah. And, like, not that I like this couple, but... To love someone so much and think that you might have a part of them and then to find out that it's not. Right. um, And it's someone else's. And so then she goes to tell Louis, who's adorable and super excited to be a father. And he's like, I just told the the magazine contradictory information because I just wanted to protect us and protect you. They're going to keep questioning you and pressuring you. Um, And he's just so happy. And she sees the envelope, though. And she hides the envelope, so it's like, all right, that's fishy. If the results said Louis, right? Why are we hiding this information? So
1: that's why I think she didn't
0: look look at it. Maybe yeah, she didn't she, look at it at all. I don't think she did. She's just hoping but, that it's Louise and going with that. I guess, but
1: then it like doesn't make sense to go to Chucks. I don't know. I, I'm mm. so conflicted on this. Like maybe it is Louise and maybe it's as simple as that. Like the show's literally telling us we should believe what we're seeing. But of course right. I'm a skeptic and I'm like, I want drama and I'm convinced it's Chuck's. And so all of that, because like, I I think her going there, maybe she was waiting for something to maybe spark something in him. Mm. And then she would be like, Oh my God, it is your, I don't know. I don't know what I, right. I don't know
0: and but, but it kind of did happen at that point like she realized, oh he, yeah, he does care about this dog, so maybe he could care about a child um, but they don't really get that moment. she leaves, and then one of our last scenes is chalk he's finally feeling, and right. this scene was just so awful in my opinion. like it just was the worst crying scene I've ever <laughs> seen.
1: It was a shit. very painful cry. It was
0: like, yeah, it was I was trying to. Put myself in Chuck's shoes and like, I feel, I mean, I don't know how he would feel. I don't know how anyone feels when someone says, I thought I was pregnant with your child or I'm pregnant with someone else's child and you love them. But like, I (laughs) just, the drama just wasn't there for me. The dog coming up to comfort him, super cute. Love that. Yeah. But like the crying, the way he was crying was not believable in the slightest to me. I don't know if that's because I just don't like Chuck.
1: No, I felt the same way. I mean, I, I liked felt the nothing dog, for him.
0: I was like, okay, well, like you're crying. So great that you got your emotions back, which is kind of funny that you sort of predicted like this baby thing would get yeah. it back. And you know, I guess now, from
1: now on, it does. Now that we've just talked about the whole episode. Yeah. Now I'm thinking her saving the letter, right? Maybe actually Louise going to find it and question her and be like, Why did you get a paternity test where the and it is mine? Who did you sleep with? And then she'll be like, oh, Chuck. And they'll try to hide it and they'll go through the wedding. That's such a good point that you
0: just made that I haven't even thought about. Like this paternity test itself is proof that she had slept with Chuck. So she doesn't want him to ever see that.
1: Right. So why would you put it in your drawer? So that's why I'm like, maybe this will actually break them up because I still feel that Chuck chair is endgame. And, and you know some
0: things about the relationship of Louis and Blair. so Correct. Correct. Okay, yeah. I mean, either way, it's still a little suspicious, but it would make more sense for her not to want this to get out only for the sole purpose of it revealing that she slept with someone else. Right. Right. So we'll, we shall see. Next week, we'll get a little something-something, so maybe we'll feel a little bit differently after that. But we'll Okay. See. Okay, um, okay. But let's take a short break. And when we come back, we'll, of course, do our segments. All right. Hope you had a wonderful break. I have two. Pathetic points of trivia. Oh, 1.27 million views this episode, and the title is based off the movie The Jewel of the Nile, which, naturally, I have never seen.
1: <laughs> yeah, have never seen it either.
0: <laughs> yeah. We had some music by uh, Martin Solvig and Dragonette, My Morning Jacket, The Hundred and the Hands, Maya Von Dahl, Madison, and fans of Jimmy Century. Hmm all right got a few questions here first from kim when carol said you were on your own now good luck
1: what do you think is going to happen with ivy's storyline i don't know i got part of me was like she's going to be i don't know i don't know why i had this split thought and now i'm thinking like i don't even it's not even a point to say it it was like oh you're gonna be cut off like she is cut off. She is cut off. So that's how she has on. no no money now of her own,
0: right? Um, so she kind of has to figure out what she's gonna do and pre- pretty much just keep her head above water because she's still lying to these people that she's related to them, <laughs> even though like I feel like her intentions are now good. It's still like you have to keep
1: up the lie because that's the only way that this is gonna work. Right. But OK, so she is cut off. But wouldn't Cece just give her her checks back, essentially? Unless she doesn't ask for them
0: back. Because I think CC might know. I think Cece knows, only thinks that Ivy has or Charlie has the trust fund and not Carol has a trust fund. In order to keep that a secret, I don't think Cece can ever know that Carol has that money.
1: Right. So you know the, what I mean? That whisper of, I'll make sure you get it back. I guess she's doing right by Carol, giving her the rest, like that
0: one checkbook that bounced.
1: Okay. Like, I'll
0: you, I'll have grandma reinstate my money so I can give it back to you.
1: Okay. Then I was I think thinking that, the like, right thing.
0: Right. That's how yeah. I'm interpreting it, at least, because I truly don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Chivy will have to get a job. It'll be interesting and stressful because she's going to have to really finagle her way. Because as far as Serena knows, I don't know. She doesn't. They think she has the checkbooks. Right. But then so she got like, turned well, off because can you just use your money. <laughs> right. And also, but then it could be like, well, Carol. Cut you off. But then Carol has no access to that. Essentially, right, like the, like, right. Sir, like the whole it's family be, doesn't it's know. It's going to definitely be tricky.
0: It's definitely going to be tricky for Ivy.
1: I want to see this girl <laughs> go on auditions since she wants to be an actress. So. Same. I would
0: love to see that. And then it's like my silly thought in my head. I'm like, wow, if this girl wanted to be an actress, she probably shouldn't have pretended to be Charlie Rhodes. And now she's going as like Ivy. What's her last name? I know her last name. You do? I, can't, I do. I can't think of it right now. I don't know mm-hmm. why I can't think of it. It's a very simple last name. Um, but it's like, what if she made it big? And then they, everyone's seeing Ivy everywhere. <laughs>
1: Woodsons are like, wait, I'm sorry, what? Well, what if she made Ivy her stage name?
0: Right. She could have just made Ivy her stage name. And then she could act like herself.
1: You know, it right. be like her alias, but it's actually her. Right. Which would just
0: fix everything for her at kind of. the moment. Yeah. Um, but to go off the Ivy stuff, Mike wants to know how many episodes do we think this whole Ivy plot will go on for?
1: I think this will end mid-season break. Mm. So, All right, so we're on episode three, so maybe twelve,
0: yeah, eleven or
1: twelve, maybe either that or I could even okay, we're on three, right? Maybe like if not that, then maybe like I don't know, seven's coming to me. <laughs>
0: oh, seven, okay. <laughs> like psychic vibe we'll for 57. Yeah. Mike also that's wants it. to know uh do you think we'll ever meet the real Charlie
1: which I've confirmed he says if so when? Yeah, I think it'll happen maybe when Chivy's getting out. I think that's when we're going to meet the real Charlie. Like mm-hmm. there they're going to overlap. It has to, I guess. It has to. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike also Says, like a light prediction for Michelle. Do you think it could be possible that Charlie is someone we've already seen on the show but is just using an alias? Shut up, Mike.
1: <laughs> I just got you know, troubles.
0: take it with a grain of salt, take it like a, sha- a Shanna. I can't, you Shana know, I hint. take everything very
1: seriously. Oh my god. was
0: that a thought in your mind, or you're like, no, that was never a thought in my mind?
1: <laughs> that was never a thought in my mind. Okay.
0: We'll see. I'm very excited to see what happens here. Yeah, we here. will see. Wow.
1: Mike asks, List,
0: did you notice that the note to Padge at the end was signed A? Did you also get PLL flashbacks? Yes, Mike, I did. And he wants to know for the both of us, if you had a friend like Padge who wrote a satire on his life and it included you, let's say the name of the book was The Tongue-Tied Truth. Of course, wow. Michael. Of wow. course, Michael, Michael, <laughs> how would you react when the book came out, and would you want any anyone to know that the character was based off of you? Oh, this is
1: so tough, yeah, I, um, missed I really, you, Mike, thanks for the digs, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> so glad to hear your voice again i I don't take things. Too much to heart, and I do joke around a lot. Like I am someone yeah. who can take a joke, and as long as I am, I think a part of it and controlling the narrative right, to a point. Yeah. Same. I I think it would depend on what was said, and right. If it truly, you don't truly know what this friend me.
0: thinks about you, especially if this friend has been in the outside of your life for so long, and then it is now finally, as we know, on the inside. Right, and it's like. The first impressions of these people may not necessarily be the impressions he has of them now, good or bad. You know, they could, de- they definitely have changed his opinion. So when he first started this, he was a freshman. Now he's a sophomore in college, lots of years to stretch all these people's
1: personas
0: and things. So, does, yeah, this, it's does hard this, to say.
1: Does this book cover? From when he first started writing up until semi present day? I believe so, yes. So would it include the transition of oh I actually became friends with these people and I'm one of them? Assuming so, yeah. Okay. Then I would hope. So it's like
0: would... then maybe there's some redemption there. Right. Um, but we'll get more into the book next week. Which I liked next week's episode a lot, actually. Oh cool. Yeah. Um, Tish said,
1: how do you think everyone will react to the book? I don't think. Not great. If he publishes it anonymously and doesn't own up to it, then be like, oh, my God, who wrote this? What the hell? This seems so familiar. Maybe they'll poke fun at it.
0: Hmm. All right. So they're not going to take it too light, too serious because they're not realizing it's actually about them. Right. And they're not connected to it just yet. Right. OK. Uh Vic, is it just me or do you think
1: that the dad is actually Chuck? Why would she just put the envelope away like that? <laughs> I mean, Vic, I've been saying it since we started season 5, right? Like I am just truly even before that, right? Like last right. Year, last year. Last season when we ended, I'm like, "Chuck, I just feel it." Or mm-hmm. it's not and they'll just raise louise kid, right? Okay.
0: Um, what do you think Nate will do when he finds out who Ivy is? Well, this is Do you like think another- this is how they're going to figure out who she is?
1: Yeah, and I think it's one of those other things where it's like, well, here comes Nate being the good friend and his boss being like, ooh, let's keep this, like get to know her and maybe date her and get on the inside, kind of like a Juliet situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's going to be a conflict of like, wait a minute. Who are you? I don't know, he'll find out first, obviously. he'll be the first one, yeah, okay. um,
0: will wants to know will Chuck fight for Blair now? No,
1: not yet. When do you think, if any, time? <laughs> uh, I actually think he won't, and it will be Blair who goes back for him., mm, okay,
0: okay, yeah. And when do you think, if you had to make a very light predict,
1: on when that could be? It's kind of hard, because I know know some things. So, I don't think I can say much more. Okay.
0: We'll talk about that in After Dark, maybe. Yeah. Um, And Will's last question, who will be the first person to be mad at Dan for his book coming out? I guess once people realize it's about them, who would be the first one to be upset? So Blair already knows, right? Blair knows about a chapter. I don't think she ever read it. So she doesn't know what was written about her.
1: Can't you just picture Rufus just being like, I'm so disappointed in you. Even though he well, read the excerpt. He did and he loved it.
0: Right. And but he, he thought he couldn't believe what Dan was actually saying about Blair. He thought it would be an opposite Reaction, you know, like I thought you were gonna write this trash piece on her and how she's, you know, uh, the the bitch of the Upper East Side, but it's really truly not that. So maybe Serena, maybe Serena, maybe Serena won't appreciate what he wrote about Blair. She probably won't appreciate what he wrote about her. Yeah, I don't think anyone's really gonna appreciate what he's wrote about them just yet, right? And it's gonna be hard for them to read the whole book you know in one sitting to know exactly what he summed up everything with or where he finally got to so maybe he does redeem it and maybe they're just mad in the beginning and we'll see it's it's like exciting i would New totally stuff. read
1: this book hell yeah i wish it they was should a have book. Pr- published it. it
0: so we could read it but then again it's kind of like well then it's the gossip world books
1: then right <laughs> like it's still the same story we sort of know yeah, but it's just different. Like even though, but two it'd be like I from Dan's perspective, the characters were so different. They're so different. That's true. That's true too. Yeah. Um. That is all of our
0: questions. Let's go into some fashion. Um. I didn't have any headbands this episode. I really wasn't wasn't paying attention to that at all. But Padge looks good in a gray suit jacket. That's what I had. Page in a blazer. He looks good in that. I actually really liked Serena. She had like a white floral dress, with that huge like green statement necklace and her khaki blazer. I enjoyed that. I
1: liked Lily's glasses. I've missed the reading oh, glasses low on me the too. nose.
0: I love her in those. Loved Chivey's model dress, Blair's model dress. Gorgeous. Amazing. Diana, I actually enjoyed her dress at the fashion show as well. Yes. I don't usually yeah. like her style
1: so far, but I did like that dress. I love that Blair's escort was Simon Dunan. I know. Uh, loved that. So cute. I know. So little. So, cute. <laughs> so, <laughs> so cute. cute. So cute. So cute. So cute.
0: Yeah. Um. And I really did like Lily's black dress at the party as well. Yes.
1: What about some quotes? Yeah. Um. I thought I lost you to the land of pole dancing and gluten-free foods. I have that one, too. I loved it.
0: Um, I must say the best part of pregnancy is knowing who the father is. (laughs) You look like a Muppet. (laughs) Hang up or I'll tell them you're
1: undocumented. (laughs) Poor Dorota. You are officially a free woman, Rufus to Lily. Yes. Um, Also,
0: actually, my word free goes with Lily as well. You just reminded me. Um, but it's about people your age. You'll love it.
1: Yeah. Uh, There's nothing more boring than morality. Humphreys are not escort material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had that. And then you're the only one who could protect me from my worst instincts, and that was Blair mm. to Padge. Yes. That was a pair moment. That was a pair moment. They had a few very minuscule pair moments,
0: but it's like they truly have a... Su- a really good bond whether they want to admit that they actually like the bond yeah. but they have this just like you understand me we both know something about each other that nobody else does at the moment and we just we need to be our true self but we don't know how to do that and it's just I, I really and really 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 enjoy it really enjoy it too So much.
1: I'll I'll take all the pair. I also really loved how Lily was just like, oh, I'm in here playing Angry Birds. (laughs) Angry Birds. And then she's like,
0: I'm telling, I'm asking Larissa all the hot gossip because she's Mm going to tell me it all. Like she, it's just so funny.
1: Yeah. Um, MVP and shittiest? Yes. Ready? I'm ready. Three, Three, two, two, one. one. Chivest. (laughs) Rupus, <laughs> really? that's a good one I really
0: Yeah, okay. I was like, you know what? I enjoyed her in this episode She was just going to go back to her Original plan And not really Venture out, even though she was probably going to try And make it in LA, but I don't know, I just like the way she stood up to Carol She's like, you're not going to use me anymore You made this whole facade And now I'm going to
1: continue it And you have no say No, that's <laughs> great I enjoyed it yeah. I like that she took control, and I really liked her conversation with Blair. Me too. I liked that moment a lot. I felt like it was really important for both of them. <laughs> I like how Blair's like, yeah, you should tone in, hone in on your mom because mothers seem to have all of the secrets.
0: Yeah, which is kind of like, well, she's a mother to be. She's got a ton of secrets,
1: right? Double meaning there. Uh, I chose was
0: actually my blue ribbon. I picked. Oh, okay.
1: I chose Rufus because I just loved how sweet he was and caring towards Lily, and I like that. You know, he said with all my meetings of talking about the band, I was splitting that talking to lawyers, trying to get you off. And she's like, "You must really love me," and that was super sweet.
0: Yeah, we had um, the most votes for Rufus. We had one vote for Padge, one for Serena. Um, But Rufus, he he won this episode. Yeah. All right. Shittiest? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. All right. Three. Three. Two. two, One. One. Diana. Diana. Yeah, Yeah. She sucks. We had one vote for Diana. We had one for Serena and one for Carol. All make sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Diana just sucks right now. I just like as we said before like, I just don't enjoy this storyline I don't enjoy her character there's no need for any of this right now so no yeah all right time for a little Betty of the week our
1: Betty of the week yes
0: you total you're a total betty i chose magnificent michael this week he is back. He took a little hiatus. Poor poor thing. A lot of things were happening to him in his personal life. We love you and hope that, you know, it's all working out. But we appreciate that you're still here and you're still making the effort. And you sent us questions this week and you're back in the Discord chat. Everyone has missed you. All of our Canadian friends. You guys have been very quiet lately. We're just like, are <laughs> like, well. oh, it's voting season. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I know. we really, truly love you so much. Appreciate you. We realize when you're not vocal like we miss your presence so yeah we just want to say thank you and thank you for supporting us for all these years you truly are one of the good ones michael so thanks thank you. mike
1: love you all
0: right so i'm gonna give you the title for next week i'm ready This is episode four which i cannot believe we're already four weeks in it's a whole month how 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 is that possible I guess because we also recorded like twice in sort of one week. Right. It's just, it's, it's it's still It's it's still four episodes released for you guys. But, um, so the title for next week is Memoirs of an Invisible Dan. Ooh. Mm -hmm. She perked up. She perked up. And my three gossip words are. Three gossip words. Discovery. Inside
1: Personas Well I feel like this has to all do with the book Yes I, I feel like Lots we of do, book action We do get a peek into the book And we are going to Well we know the title of the book is Inside We are going to go inside the book We are going to discover what the stories are about And the different personas in the book mm-hmm. Wonderful I, Thank you so much A plus A plus <laughs> uh, I also feel that Chivey is going to have to put on some certain persona when Nate approaches her. Mm, mm-hmm. Has she met Nate yet? Has Charlie met she, Nate? Yes,
0: she's, she has, but I don't think we've like officially seen that. They're right. all just like in the same kind of friend group.
1: He was there the night
0: that she tried to f- pretend to fall off the balcony. Okay, he was she, there. She
1: had a thing with Padge. She had a very, (laughs) very quick thing with Padge. But not Nate. Okay, so I think Nate will approach her. And she's just going to have to put on different personas, Chivey. Okay. Great predictions. And then Discovery. Maybe the baby. I don't know. The father. Even though we discovered it, but I'm still not convinced. It's like one of those things I'm like, no, this didn't work out the Mm. way I wanted it. I'm selfish. Well, I'll just give
0: you a little teaser. Discovery. Lots of people are going to find out lots of things about lots of other people because of this story. So there's going to be lots of discoveries of things people don't know yet that they will know.
1: Now this story gets out,
0: is released already? um next week physical copies of the book will be
1: going to stores well that was very quick
0: yes extremely quick i don't know how long it was from this episode to next week's episode they're generally about a week give or take so okay. next week we do get physical copy
1: released so yeah okay Which is super quick yeah i'm really excited for next week then same. It's a, i really, I truly did enjoy
0: next week's episode. Is it, juicy? it has some really good I,
1: moments. I just I don't care about good moments. I want like juicy. Oh, there's some juice. Okay, good because that's what I yeah. want. I want a juicy pear. <laughs> oh, I love a juicy pear. Yes, always. There's some
0: interesting juicy pear stuff. Okay, good. I'm very. <laughs> I, I live for the juicy pear. Same, <laughs> and the emoji this week should be a juicy pear. But we've done that so many times. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that too. I'm like, oh, should we just do a pear because we love pears? But but then there's all those pear people that non anti pear people who are like, don't f this. I don't want to put another pear. Uh,
1: I mean, so... they're not even sending. No, they're not even sending. <laughs> anyway, good segue. What yeah. emoji should what emoji should we do? For real, this is real talk now. This is real. If you're maybe listening like... to this episode, we want to hear from you. So we just ask that you send us an emoji. If you made it this far. Send us the emoji of the week through a DM or an email or on Patreon, the Discord. What should the emoji be? I was like trying to think of
0: something about like DNA. but I don't think there's really an emoji for that. isn't there a DNA a emoji? book maybe? or I we was could thinking do a
1: book next week, I was thinking a book. Yeah, there's the DNA strand. The DNA. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The DNA strands. Is that what it's called? Mm. Well, DNA. Yes, that's what they're called. Right. strand of DNA. You're right. Okay. I don't know why I just had a lapse of judgment there. You know. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) So send us. Send us some DNA strands. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Send us some DNA strands. Wherever you'd like. And you know what? If you're a newbie, which I doubt you are, there's a couple of newbies that are just following with us. But if you're a newbie, do you feel like me? Do you feel like this is Chuck's baby or you're like, let it go? And if you. No, I guess I can't be like if I was a newbie watcher, I had the same feeling as you, because then that would kind of confirm that it's not. Do you know what I mean? I was like, well, when you first watched it, how did you feel? Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know some things about this plot that, um, in my head I already know what like the outcome of it is. So. Right, <laughs> I like, know you can't. It's hard for with me because I've never actually viewed it as a first-time new person. I've just known what was going to come from seeing it. So yeah. hard for me to say, but you know. If you guys want to tell us when you first watched it, what your initial gut reaction was, like, did you think it was Chuck's or did you think it was Louise? I mean, Vic is another newbie and she is like, oh, it's fishy. It has to be Chuck's. Right. So. Right. And they did make it. They were very good with that. They spun it where it could be either way. It could be suspicious she's hiding it because it's Chuck's baby or suspicious because she doesn't want Louise to know she even did any of it. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, me too. All right, I do have a Will's treat before we go to After Dark. Will. Yes, Will. Gossip Girl characters as Major League Baseball teams. Ooh, okay. And this is a Will's edition of a Will's treat. (laughs) For his birthday, he went to um, a baseball game, so he was inspired to do the MLB baseball teams. Cute. First off, we have Blair. New York Mets. The lovable ones of the New York, their most famous fans are Jewish, Cyrus and Seinfeld. <laughs> oh my gosh, love it. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, Dan, Chicago Cubs, lovable losers for a long time, had a serious glow up recently and are known where they live, Brooklyn and the North Side. Chuck, New York Yankees, the embodiment of the evil empire. I think it's so funny that he that chuck is the yankees um Mm -hmm. serena boston red Sox. i mean did you watch blake lively in the town chef's kiss she has a connection to (laughs) connecticut as well (laughs) i love it Uh, yeah um we have nate colorado rockies they are almost always lost in the course have become kind of a joke sad sack in their own group lily la dodgers connected to la and new york prestigious and sunny Rufus, Seattle Mariners, a bit grungy and a bit gloomy, but they had their moments in the 90s, which have been taking too many L's for too long. Ivy, Tampa Bay Rays, she has so many glass slipper moments, but it just doesn't fit. You can be so close and yet so far away, the Rays are the lowest spenders like Ivy. And we have Maureen, Oakland Athletics, my absolute favorite, my rider dies. <laughs> I love him. <laughs>
1: i That's like so i look forward to the maureen
0: every me week. too because it's always in there it's yeah. always in there you know if you guys have been with us since the beginning you know
1: that we talk about maureen all the time and will loves maureen yeah and so if you're interested in <laughs> submitting your idea for a Will's treat, the link is in our bio um you know what else i love list i love apple podcast reviews I love them, too. How do we get some more? How do we get some more? Well, dear <laughs> listeners, this is an awful segue, so let's just call it Sorry, it guys. It is. Let's pretend like we didn't do that. Oh, <sighs> yeah. You know what we want. Can you please leave us a review? <laughs> <laughs> you know what we want already. Why do we have to beg you every episode? <laughs> okay, but listen, but listen, but listen. Uh, we so appreciate when you leave us a review, you rate us five stars. If you're enjoying the show, this is the one way... Well, you listen, so that's another way, but this is another yes, way you. to show your appreciation and and it just helps us grow and then we get higher on the charts and that is our goal to just keep growing and for our network to expand and because we are expecting a new child <laughs> due November 1st. Our new 1st. child's coming November 1st, our due date. Yeah. Uh, but in all seriousness, we would love if you rated and reviewed our podcast on Apple Podcasts uh, rate us five stars. It makes us so happy when you do. And it really does help the show. And if you're curious of what else we do, you can check out our Patreon, com. Yes. Thank you, Michelle.
0: It's a, it's a free way to just send your support to one yes. of your favorite podcasts. So yes. We w- appreciate a- it if you did. And if you have yeah. already, thank you so very Be- much. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. But On to, we're going to get into the little seats. We're going to strap in. And we're going to go in to After Dark. Here we go. Here click we up. go.
1: Tick, click, Tick, click, 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 click. click, click, click. click. Ah. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls.
0: After Dark.
1: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to post that video on on <laughs> Turkeys, it's turkeys.
0: <laughs> oh my god! So in this episode, Gossip Girl sends a blast that she knows who wrote it, and
1: Pad is like, "Huh?" He looks at it and he's just <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" I, like turns pale as a ghost. And I wrote down, "I'm like, how is this happening?" Right? Would he write this about himself and then send himself the 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 image like the text? No, I, no. there's no way. There's no way. What? The actual fuck?
0: Yeah. There's no way. Tish says, do you think a small part of Patch thought maybe the book wouldn't fade into oblivion? So he tried to dumb up interest in hopes of having it succeed. That's why he put on Gossip Girl so that people would be intrigued and interested. Isn't yes, that but also, smart? But also, he they
1: fool the audience because he doesn't look like he knew that that was coming. Also, is he that conniving and smart to do that
0: sometimes i think yeah he is really? knowing what i knowing that we know he's gossip all, and the things i'm like some of these have to be strategic for sure for his like for his
1: benefit so him looking at that blast was like oh it worked oh good it went out. oh i like the way that looks oh that causes some concern right or like oh
0: okay now that it's out what is my next step I'm just like maybe I'm just like that's his like focusing face like I'm kind of focused on the next, (laughs) not like I'm not I'm not shocked I'm just focusing on my next plan. of attack. yeah, sure. I if that's how they want to spin it because you know until this there's some people who are like nobody ever knew it was him until the last episode and everyone's like oh
1: they knew it was him for a long time. We'll see. Right, right. Um, the the whole marriage thing. So like. Blair, according to Gossip Girl two point mm-hmm. Blair was married to Louis for five months. Right. She this is what they said. Right. And I I guess could
0: confirm that, but I truly don't know like specific details of that. So that's what I'm
1: going on. Right. Same. So like he can't find the letter unless he's like he finds the letter and they work it out. I'm talking about Louis. Yes. So that's why I'm like, does he find the letter right before they get married or when they're married? But then, I don't know. And then I still have the back of my mind, like Beatrice wants him to stay out of Monaco. So then does he stay in New York? Like, does somehow something shift mm. where maybe it is his baby and she realizes five months in it's not actually working and she ends up with <laughs> Because they don't end Mm -hmm. up together. That's what I'm saying. Like her and Louis do not end up. No, they don't. So it's either his baby or not his baby. And then I was thinking as we were talking this episode, I'm like, oh, my God, what if we're going to have another Scott situation?
0: Scott situation?
1: Right. So or like an Aaron Rose situation. We get the baby and then Blair's like sees the baby, you know dual custody but actually lives with dad Uh, louis uh and then we don't actually really see louis and it just becomes this like distant storyline that happened and then she ends up with chuck and they have their own kids i see what you're saying also a good theory wow yeah yeah i can't wait to see how this goes because yeah it's a doozy Oh my gosh! <laughs>
0: it's a doozy. Oh my gosh! And there's so much more, even in between all of that dooziness, that makes it even more of a doozy. And I'm like, wow, yeah. This whole, this whole baby thing has a lot, has a lot of stuff in it. Just the baby stuff alone.
1: Well, yeah. Of yeah, course, just like it does. her
0: pregnancy is just has a lot, just has a lot of drama that you're ready for. I'm oh, ready. I'm My bones so for this stuff. ready. So 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 yeah. ready for this. Yeah, juicy stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just was like, wow, that whole gossip girl blast. Dan confused, but maybe he's. We'll just chalk it up to he's not confused. He's just preoccupied. I guess. But he's, and he saw it.
1: How far but along did you watch? I've only seen that next week. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. I I didn't watch further. I didn't have it in me to continue. It was also getting late, so I was like, I'll just watch the next one, which I thoroughly enjoyed, as you know. Um so I don't know what after like what episode five holds. Yeah. You yeah, know. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff, I hope. Yeah. There's so this is a really jam packed season. And there's twenty four mm-hmm. episodes and there's we haven't even covered. I mean, obviously we're only on episode three, but there are so many different things that happen in this season alone that that we've kind of started from maybe last season, like that we haven't finished yet. So, like all mm-hmm. the Ivy stuff, like it, that stuff obviously is not done. This is right. lot.
1: So we have Ivy, we have the pregnancy, we have the wedding, we have the book. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's only been lots of stuff, three episodes and all of that's happening. And then, oh, innate situation, right. Like we're setting up so many different storylines that which is like it's good in a
0: way because obviously our characters are doing something, but it's not it's not in a way where like Riverdale, I don't know why I'm like using that as an example, but like there are so many different storylines that like we couldn't keep up with like, wait, what's the more important one or just like just got to be too, yeah, thin. This is like at least they're kind of they all kind of like cohesively go and move into the next. It's not really like they're random things like nothing about this season is random. There's a lot of stuff that like has to do with other things. Oh, good. I like that then. Yeah. So it's good. I'm excited to, to actually see how it plays out. But I've heard I heard that people don't. Love this season as much as I like season four.
1: Four, you know, four so far was my favorite, so. Same, same, yeah. We'll see how five holds up. Yeah, I'm
0: excited. Um, If you've made it this far, thank you so very much. We appreciate you. All of the listens every week. You guys are really, truly the best. And give us a little heads up if you're listening. Just, you know, DM us, whatever you want to do. we just like to know that you're here and you're listening. So we're not just talking into the abyss <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right we will we will see you guys all next week for episode four bye bye thank you so much for listening to three gossip girls you can find us on all social media platforms at total Betty media if you want to send us an email three
1: gossip at gmail.com This has been a Total Betty Media podcast produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.